All right. Hey everybody, welcome back to Emerging. If you're new here, my name is Christian Arnder and I'm here with Nate Jarmack. We set out to create a podcast where we have transparent conversations as a young illustrator and young painter, where we share our experiences emerging into our fields in a raw and realistic way. Thanks for stepping into this conversation with us. This is part two of our conversation about creativity that started last week. Just to jump right in, Nate, I wanted to ask you a question about generating ideas and really get into like what that process looks like for you. How do you generate new ideas or work on ideas in general? So um, I think this touches a little bit into what we talked about last time with creativity being this like broader natural thing. So for me, generating ideas is not formulaic at all. Okay. It's very like, I'm not saying I don't follow any systems I do, but I think as far as like coming up with new ideas or being inspired, quote unquote, like I feel like I try to put myself into certain positions that are inspiring, but when and where an idea is going to come from, like I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but like I definitely on a practical level, like I like to go and remove myself and do things like going to a public coffee shop and writing for a little while. Um, I like to do things like read what other people are, are what other people in the past have done with their work and why they've done it. I like to listen to um, lots of different like podcasts and things for me personally. It's actually really important that I don't allow things that are too close to what I do to influence me. Um, I believe that like, if you're, it's, we're all too easily influenced by different things. And so it's too easy to rehash the same ideas. If you're feeding yourself with the same ideas, like, like what you create is, is really just absorbing this broad array of different things. And we as artists absorb all of the different stuff around us and we interpret it and we put something out as a result of all of that. And so I think if what you're absorbing is too much of one language or if it's too close to what you do, like you don't end up saying anything new. You just end up saying the same stuff. Right. So I try to really like tap into things that have nothing to do with me um, and that aren't close to me, whether it's like tapping into historical things, tapping into artists who do work that is not even close to stuff I do, like looking at other cultures. Um, Like lately I've been thinking a lot about work that has to do with um, like civil rights issues and social justice issues and like watching things and learning things about like social justice um and race issues in america like fuels some of thinking about certain work i might do you know what i mean like those two things are different conversations completely but i think that's what generates like healthy organic ideas um and for me i don't sketch that much i okay that's um, interesting to me yeah well i do just not in a physical drawing of of an idea i sketch in terms of like i write things i do like collages um i do a lot of sketching in photoshop like so for me i work out ideas mostly 
like on a compositional level, not so much. So, so when it comes to sketching, sketching maybe doesn't necessarily do that as well. Um, so I might have an idea for like a painting I want to do and I'll go pull together like a, a board, like a vision board basically for that idea. I'll write stuff about it. I'll get images. Like I sent you something the other day, like I'll get a bunch of images that are similar that sort of give like the gist of what I'm thinking. And then maybe I take one of those images and I distort it in Photoshop and I draw on it. And like, that's kind of how I sketch. Okay. Less like a physical sketchbook that I like draw in with pencil, which that's is not what I expect because I used to draw that way, but now right. that's yeah. sort of how I work through ideas. So, um, yeah, so that's it for me. But, but writing is a big part of that for me for some reason. Yeah, um, for sure. And then I also like, as a last thing, like I pray over my work a lot. Like I just pray over like creativity and, and my life and where I'm headed. And, um, I think in that process of prayer, something that always stands out to me it's like there's a million different ways you can approach creativity in your career like it's infinite but i always try to come back when i can and i have a hard time with this like honestly i struggle with this a lot but i always try to come back to certain things that i believe are true about the way to approach creating things like i wrote this on my whiteboard yesterday things like create faithfully not fearfully and so if I create from a place of like being afraid, my work goes in one direction, being afraid of failure, mm. being afraid of all sorts of things. If I create a place of like, if I do this and it's good, it will work out. Like I believe that, that if I do work that I, I think is important and that feels true, it's going to work out one way or another. That drastically changes how I might approach ideas. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think there's certain like truths like, like that do work. That's, you know, in your wheelhouse, do work that you think is important something i've been meditating a lot on recently like not just work that's marketable not just work that you like but work that you feel like is important for you to do um try to meditate on those like simple things that i believe are are practices of like a healthy artist and healthy creative lifestyle and that concoction of all that stuff um doesn't necessarily breed like Friday mornings. I come up with ideas. It's like oh, that right. concoction of stuff breeds, you know, when I'm in the car on the way to the gym being like, Oh, that's interesting. That's a good idea. Right. Let me pull over right. on the side of the road and write it down. But I think it's that whole, the whole lifestyle thing, like puts me in a good mindset generally. And then good ideas come up when they, when they come up, you know? So that's kind of what it looks like for me. Um, what does it look like for you? Yeah, um, all of that's all that's awesome. I'm so glad to like get your perspective on that and like hear what your process is like. Because I mean, I didn't know that you don't physically sketch anymore. I don't think I don't think I knew that that was a thing for you now. Um, but yeah, that's so interesting. Um, for me, again, it's 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 kind of similar. It's not formulaic, and I don't think anybody you talk to that does create like creative work full time is going to tell you that it's like one exact formula that they do every single time. I guess the best place to start for me is that sketching is super important for me. I have to do it like every single day and it, it, it's really messy. It's really quick. Um, I've been doing stuff in pen lately, which I didn't used to do at all. Um, but I do them in a lot of different colored pens and stuff. And I just sketch randomly, um, based on what I'm listening to. I'll do stuff on that. I'll do stuff based on what I've been reading. Um, what I've been writing. 
Um, that's a, that's somewhere where we like really connect. Writing is super important for me. Um, and it took me a long time to realize that. And it took me a long time to like admit to myself that that was also a form of sketching. And that was like really important for my process was to write things down. And my writing things down a lot of times is like, I'll write whatever song I'm listening to in the middle of the page and then draw stuff around it. It's like, it's all very cohesive in a way. It's like, I try to get with my sketching, I try to get in this flow state of like, I'm not thinking too hard about what's coming out of this. It's just going, you know, and, and that's when I feel like my best ideas kind of come, but it is all based on like you were just like you were talking about. It's all based on what I've been consuming. Right. And I can't remember who said it. I heard somebody talking about going back to the same thing over and over and over and how eventually the well runs dry. Uh, if you're trying me. to yeah was that have we have we talked about that before yeah before today yeah okay because like maybe it wasn't me but i say that all the time so. <laughs> okay well i mean it could have been it could have been you it could have been i don't know lots of people have talked about that whoever said obviously. it was a smart guy yeah we love him over here at the emerging <laughs> podcast oh um, but yeah i mean it rings totally true if you're trying to come up with something uh that you've never done before or hit on a new topic or really express something that you're feeling and it's it's not going to be ultimately helpful to go back to the same thing you've been looking at a million times and yeah. i get stuck in that trap all the time because i really like the stuff i like so mm-hmm. i want so i want to look at that stuff more or people that i'm really influenced by or people that whose work is always incredible and i want to look at it all the time and then i'm like i need to take a step back and realize like how this fits into what i'm trying to do mm-hmm. um inspiration playing with creativity is like kind of a slippery slope because you know what you're trying to do but you've seen what everybody else is doing also and it can be this like really difficult give and take kind of and so for me it is really important for me to take a step back and really get everything out of my head in a sketchbook and just like let it live the way it does and maybe sometimes that is like I really like this bit of this person's drawing. I'm going to sketch that bit of that person's drawing. Just like throw it in here and I'll write their like at or their name or something under it and be like, this is really sick. Like, remember that you really like this. Yeah. And but then for me, it's taken on a new context, right? It's like it's just living in my sketchbook as a means of getting all my inspiration out. Mm. And eventually things evolve and things change and like I piece things together. I shove sketches together all the time. Just be like this goes with this. Perfect. And it'll be from like 15 pages apart but it'll be like um, but yeah I probably I probably go through a sketchbook every two or three months. Um, It's something I have to do on a daily basis and I journal on a daily basis. I make to-do lists on a daily basis all that stuff and all that stuff plays into idea generation for me. Yeah. Um, But yeah like you were saying it's not formulaic and I don't I don't know how I could ever boil it down to something simple. Mm. It looks different every day. It looks different every week. It looks different every month, you know, and it definitely looks different every year. Cause yeah. I'm learning, it's, I'm learning more about how I work. Yeah. I'm learning more about how I work. And like some days I need to, you know, I need to like sketch for like an hour and be like, that's all I can do today. That's, that's all I've got. Yeah. And then there are other days where I work from seven 30 in the morning to 5 PM. And that's, and sometimes it feels really good, but it's it's all kind of based around what works for you in that moment. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, I was when you were talking about like splicing together different pages of the sketchbook and stuff. I was thinking about something one of my professors in college told me, which I think about constantly. When I'm like one of those things that's like really stuck in my mind. He talked about how like how creative people or designers are like there's not really anything new anymore, and there's right. something to be said about there maybe never even was anything new. <laughs> like it's. I don't know if, I mean, this is a big question, but I don't know if anybody can really truly ever create anything. And so he was sort of talking about how like creativity is less, less of like making something out of nothing. And it's more like we're all DJs and we're finding new ways to like splice together different clips and splice together different like songs and, you know, adjust audio levels and figure out a different time where we want to mix it. And like, we're taking all of these different things we're mixing them together in a way that's completely unique. And so the song, the mix is unique and then nobody else has ever heard it. And it's completely ours, but all of the parts that are there are like a culmination of all these other things. So it's the unique, like combination of different things that already exist. That is what we actually create. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that's a genius analogy and that's yeah. something I tell like every like young student that I work with and stuff too is like, I make sure that they're aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so important to just realize that up front, realize that originality is like a total fallacy at this point. <laughs> right. Like you can't make something 100% original. It's 2020. Yeah. Like the world has existed for too long. Like everything is based on something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and whatever that looks like, it can look like a million different things. But everything is based on something else and everything is based on where you're pulling inf- information and inspiration from. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I think that's a genius analogy. That's really good. Yeah. I, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> think about it a lot. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I had a question for you about, about some of the stuff you're saying. So you talked about when I mean, we both talked about it not being formulaic, but mm. there are definitely certain practices that we try to lean into. For sure. Um, so what are some of those practices for you in terms of like generating ideas and staying creative? Sure. Um, I do my best to take care of myself. And what that looks like for me is like I go on a walk every day. I try to meditate every day. I do breathing exercises every day. I stretch my hands every day, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I sketch every single day, regardless of what I'm doing or regardless of what I have planned or anything. I do it first thing. I do it quick. Um, I journal every day, almost every day, um, just to make sure my thoughts are lining up and like, I'm getting things out of my head that are maybe negatively influencing me, all that stuff. Um, and I try to do a lot of work in the morning Mm. because that's the time that works for me. Finding that like hour, hour or two where I can get a lot of stuff done has been super important for me. Yeah. Um, and that's like the basis. That's the whole foundation of idea generation or getting anything done for me honestly what about you Hmm. yeah that's so funny i did actually notice recently i was like man christian's been texting me like he's been sending me stuff like super (laughs) early i didn't realize he got up this early i get up real early yeah which is awesome um i try and i don't do well i'm not a morning person (laughs) one of those things where it's like I'm not a morning person, but I've recognized the value of being a morning person. So even sure. though I don't like being up early, I try to get up around like seven every day and, you know, keep going from there. 
So anyways, um, my, my practices are actually really similar to yours. I try okay. to write. So my daily schedule, which I'm still, I'm still shifting literally like to this day, I'm still trying to figure it out. But basically what I do is I like, I wake up, I like go to the bathroom. I take shower because showering for me is like, I just feeling clean and feeling fresh helps me a lot to feel good going into the day and being yeah. creative. So I like shower and just like get, just feel like I'm ready for the day. I usually spend about 45 minutes um, reading. I have like four different books I'm reading through right now. Uh, I don't do well. <laughs> I'm not a good reader, so <laughs> I can read like five pages before I'm like tapped out. So I have a couple of different ones that I read. Um, so I like read and then I, I spend some time in prayer um, and uh, and then I journal out of that. I, I write just about personal things, which usually inevitably leads into like creative things. And so all of that is like this chunk that sort of puts me into a certain mindset going into the day. And then um, those are like really my practices. And then I think once I'm in the studio, I uh, it's just sort of like I have to feel it out day by day. Oh, yeah. Um, and I have to give myself the freedom to feel it out. So much of, of painting and creating well is emotional and it's intuitive. Um, at least for me, it's very emotional and intuitive. And so as soon as I start setting boundaries for myself, giving myself certain things that have to happen, like it's not that I can't get work done. I can, but I can't be creative. So right. <clears throat> being creative requires some free, some free thinking. And then other things I do with that is like, I really try to lock myself away. I try to put my phone away and not touch it when I'm making things in a really organic spot. Um, sort of get myself in the zone. So, so stepping away from my phone is really important. Listening to music, usually pretty loud, is important. Um, and then just like not letting that flow happen, I think is mm. a very important practice for me. Like, giving myself the freedom to say like, if I want to stay an extra hour longer and work on this thing, that's okay. Hey, if you mess something up, that's okay. You can always redo it. Yeah. Like just having, just letting go of all those boundaries and things. Um, I think when this has been my experience, when as like a young painter, I have a lot of anxiety around like not wanting to waste materials, not wanting to waste my time, mm. feeling like things are fragile, feeling like I'm just starting to like, you know, I'm just starting to, to really get, going in my career if i go in a direction that sucks am i going to ruin it all like there's a lot of fear and all of those oh, things and we talked about this you know a few weeks ago but like fear is a big part of all of this and so the practice of like taking my fear feeling it a lot of times in the morning when i have that like tire time for journaling but like once i get into the studio taking that fear putting in a box and putting that box on the shelf until i leave is like super important for me um, for sure because when I am bound up by fear in the studio, which does happen, like I don't, I don't create well. I, I don't create well. I don't get work done. I'm, I'm too anxious about things. Um, so that's a really healthy practice for me too, is being like, well, studio is a safe place. Like it's a place to just explore, be childlike, have fun. Um, and then, and then I sort of go back to that. So yeah, that's kind of it. Um, yeah, I get that. You know, I mean, and, that's yeah. 
And then the like, only other thing is that I, I just I try to exercise and yeah. you know take care of myself physically so I don't feel like crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, if if y'all haven't listened to the fear episode we did last week, go back and check that out because we do talk about creativity and fear a little bit, but to like talk about that a little bit more, I think fear plays such a big role in your inability to be creative, you know? Um, and I've been experiencing that lately too. It's been to be very transparent, it's been like kind of a slow couple months, you know what I mean? Beginning of fall is always kind of slow, but it's and with COVID and all this stuff, it's it's been a slow couple months, which feels very strange. And it's really easy to get anxious about that and get really worried about what the future of my career looks like, even though it's only been a couple months. Um, which in the grand scheme is no amount of time at all. But if I really, like you just said, if I really want to be making something, I kind of have to leave that at the door and just be like, okay, well, I may not have a paying job right now, but the reason I got all those other ones was because I was making stuff. Mm. So I got to keep making stuff, you know, and that's also where creativity is like, I don't know. I don't know how to word it. It's like this, this saving grace for me sometimes because it's like, it's, I can like get out of my head about stuff and just like make stuff make something else and make something that I'm really happy with. So as far as what things work for you, like what things are healthy and, and how you have a healthy practice, how did you, how are you formulating that? Like, is that something that you like read a book and you're like, cool, this is how I do it. Or is it something that you are learning over time? Is it like the advice of other people? Like how, how is that stuff come into shape? And then uh, it's still changing, I'm sure. So, how how what influences that where does that come from sure um some of it's definitely from reading like books about creativity we were just talking about austin cleon before we started recording mm -hmm. and his books have been super helpful for me especially show your work was really helpful earlier on mm -hmm. keep going is really influential for me um so reading reading stuff about creativity is helpful um but then also listening to my own body, my own mind and being aware of like what it's telling me and what I feel in that moment. That's been super important, which that's, that's a learned skill. That's not something I just know how to do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it takes time to be able to actually listen. So meditation is often super, super helpful for me too with that. Um, just to realize where I'm at that day and like how I'm feeling. And as far as like, getting into a sketchbook practice that was like that was just kind of a whim i i was trying to make finished stuff in sketchbooks for years mm. and it just obviously that didn't yield anything that was productive for me so because i was thinking too hard i was trying to make my sketchbook this precious object when it really doesn't need to be so i totally abandoned that started buying really cheap sketchbooks and just started like honestly kind of treating them like crap like i throw them around i keep them in bags i keep them in my car if i spill something on it i don't care like yeah it's and that total abandonment of like precious nature of mm. process was super helpful for me yeah you and i have talked a lot about the role of preciousness and creativity yeah <laughs> like nothing yeah. can be precious you just have to be able to like just destroy trash rip up create yep. redo everything yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. 
what about for you? I mean, like as you're like as it's evolving, where are you finding influence for like how to formulate your overall practice? I mean, this this is a really like stupid answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's one of those things that's like I think you learn by doing. Yeah. And so I can have a really hard time being one of those people that's like, oh, I have to like have a plan. I have to like know where I'm going before I can go there. And I get a lot of anxiety if I feel like I don't have my bearings on like what the right answer is or the right decision is, or the right approach is. Um, but what I'm learning uh, over time is that a lot of this stuff is like just make work and try different things. And as you're making and as you're trying and you're shifting, um, it comes into focus. Yeah. And so I think like, like I, ne I never in a million years would have been like, oh, digital collages and journaling is like my <laughs> zone for creativity. Right. Yeah. Like I never would have thought that, but it's just been like being honest with myself in those moments being like, what do you need? I feel like I want to write about this. Okay. So instead yeah. of being like, nah, I'm going to sketch about it instead. Go write just about write, it. Just, just write about it. Just write about it. Like, if you yeah, want to write chances about it, go are, write, you know? Yeah, chances are if you're obsessing over what your creative practice should be, you're never going to figure out what your creative practice is. Yeah, absolutely. It's never happening because you just have to do it. Like everything that I've talked about for my practice, and I'm sure it's the same for you, literally came from doing everything wrong at right. some point and coming around to figuring it out for myself because it's different for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a really good thing. Cause we're running out of time here. I think it's a really good thing to like end this on, which is just sort of like creativity. I wish it was, this was a more profound thing to say or a more concrete thing to say, but like, it's just, there is no formula. It's just different for everybody. Mm -hmm. And you have to like, what I'm learning. And I think a lot of people a lot of people who are older than us have told us this, but it's hard to know this until you're getting into it yourself. Like, it's just one of those things that's like, you just gotta check all of your, your notions and your ideas and all your things at the door. Just yeah, go make stuff in a natural way. Whatever comes natural to you, whatever feels right, like whatever works for you. Not whatever you think works for you, <laughs> whatever actually right. works for right. you. Don't waste like, your creativity trying to understand creativity before exactly. you've made before you've made anything. Exactly. Exactly. Like just go make stuff. And it's like, oh, if you make better stuff when you're doing this thing, do that thing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's absolutely actually that simple. But that's so hard to do sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's that's where I'm at. It's like trying really hard to like not try so hard <laughs> yeah um, yeah you know, try just, hard not to try hard yeah just just sort of like letting some of that tension off and just making things in an organic way my work is so much better when i do that yeah um, i agree and i'm sure i'm sure yours is too so mm -hmm. absolutely well thanks everybody so much for listening i think that's a great place to wrap up yeah uh yeah. nate thanks for having this conversation with me today um yeah just thanks everybody for being here we're super stoked about this podcast and we're super stoked everybody's been into it so far and yeah so if you want to follow along with us moving forward you can add emerging podcast on instagram or if you want to follow along with us both personally it's at nate charmack and at christian arnder on instagram also you can message us about anything we've talked about or whatever 
that's cool. Happy to have a conversation with you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been great for me too. I've, I love talking about this stuff. It's really great to hear someone else's perspective and really great to mobilize absolutely because sometimes that helps a lot. So, um, Hey, also if any of you guys have ideas, uh, for podcasts or questions you want to ask us, feel free to shoot us those. We'd be happy to happy to do that in the future. So yeah, that'd be great. uh, Yeah. So then thanks for stopping by and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much, everybody.